Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome to the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Hello again, everyone. And today at Belmont Banter, well, we've got none other than John Akindi with us. Now, anybody that's associated with Whitstable will know that John has a couple of short spells with us. But other than that, I don't think any of us know about how John started and indeed how he's doing now. So, John, when did you very first get involved in football? How old were you? Three or four? Or um, I think that when I first got in fo- involved in football, it was... Probably when I moved to Gravesend. Oh, so right. before that, it was literally just playing in school, uh, playing with my friends after school, uh-huh. like uh, like goals or just in the cages. Um, so when I moved to Gravesend from London at the age of 11, that's when I got into, again, playing football, say a team football rather team. than just my mates. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what was the first club you played for? The first club I played for was Gravesend Spartans. Brilliant. So they were a Sunday league team. Yeah, they were a Sunday league team. Um, again, I joined because one of my friends at the time, uh, his dad was the manager. So he said, oh, you're really good. Do you want to come and play? So I was like, yeah, cool. Why not? And that's how it really started in terms of actual 11 v 11 and just playing. But it was Gravesend Spartans. Um, yeah, Sunday league. So I that's, played there for a couple of years. That's made you smile mentioning them, James. I bet you haven't spoken about them for years, have you? Uh, years, years. No, it's just obviously because it was a very good time, very new, exciting, young, and just enjoying enjoying just playing football, you know? Now, back then, I know you're not that old, but were, were there academies <laughs> about then or not? Was it just... Yeah, of course, there were academies about, but again, like I said, I feel like... <clears throat> where I simply only played with my mates. Um, Academy didn't even exist in my eyes back then. I didn't even know anything about it until I got into football a little bit later. Okay, so you you were with the Spartans for what, two two or three years? Uh, So I was with Grayson Spartans for, yeah, a few years, um, probably two or three years. And then I moved on to Cobham Colts. Uh Uh-huh, that's another good, that's another local one, yeah. Yeah, another local team. Um, so I was there for like a year or two again. Uh, in this time, I started representing sort of my school. Then I went on to represent the the borough, Gresham, and then went on to represent Kent as well. So all of this, this all happened in this all just same sort of time. Kent schoolboys, that was good. Good times then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely good times. He won a few trophies. Um, again, just good good memories. That's lovely. Memories. And, and where next for John? So after that was Gravesend and Northfleet. So I joined them when I was 15. So after Cobham, I joined Gravesend and Northfleet um, and just played in their youth team. And then the coach uh, one day said to me, we have like a, a programme. Mm-hmm. It was called the Pace Scheme. We have a program that we do for 16 to 18 years old where you can train still and then obviously get a qualification yeah. at school. So at the time, um, it was either that or 
go and work as a plumber because I got offered the job as a plumber. <laughs> so an apprenticeship and uh, it was paid. It was paid apprenticeship. So I was thinking, oh, do I go and do this for free? Yeah. Or do I go and earn some money? Yeah. But I chose football because obviously I wanted to give it a go. And then the worst case, if it didn't work out, then get into something else. So I did that. I've done that for two years. In that time, uh, the pace game, I then broke into the first team at 17. So I've done one year, trained with the first team a little bit at 16, and then broke into the first team at 17. So I was involved in a few games at that age. And then again, that opportunity came to be a plumber. So my friend was saying, look, I've made all this money, which was uh, at the time a lot. <laughs> at the time it was a lot, especially for a 17-year-old, such yeah. 18-year-old. I've learned to be a plumber and this is how much we're going to make when I, when I um, qualify. So again, I was being offered a deal. Uh, so I was involved in first team, sorry, got offered a deal at um, Ebbsfleet. So we got in that time, we got changed to Ebbsfleet. So I got offered a deal when I came to the end of the two years. And uh, again, the money was better being an apprenticeship than as a plumber. Wow. So again, I had to weigh up whether I wanted to be a plumber or or go into that, sorry, or again, give football a chance earning yeah. significantly less. In this time as well, while I was 16, 17, I was working on the side. So I was working at um, McDonald's, actually. So I worked at McDonald's from 16, when I was 16 to 17 and uh, upgraded to the cinema at Blue Water. So I worked there for a little while as well. <laughs> Upgraded, upgraded. I, training, upgraded. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. At the time, it felt like an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, because um, money was more. So I, I uh, so I was working, training, going to school, and then I was still doing that while I signed my deal. Wow. So I, I ended up signing a deal at FC, but still having to work. Wow. So from August till about December, I was training and then going to the cinema after training. And then uh, in that time, there was a uh, there was injuries. So there's injuries in the first team, mm-hmm. and I got an opportunity to I think it was to just be on the bench actually. Mm-hmm. Got an opportunity to be on the bench at Ebbsfleet, and um, in that game, someone got injured, and I, I came on. I came on, and then I I scored. I scored. So I scored my first professional or my first goal. Yes, I done well. So then, right. Now I was on the bench, I came on and scored um, the next game on the bench again, but I came on and I scored again. So obviously the manager's like, all oh, right, yeah, you're, you're doing well. Well done, John. Well done. Like, keep going. Third game in a row, started the game this time, yeah. scored. So it was three and three. Blimey. And that happened for like the first five games. I think I was five in, scored five out of six games. So the man just turned around to me, said, look, I know you've been working at the cinema. You need to stop that now. And uh, we're going to, we, we want to offer you a new contract. Wow. But obviously at the time for, for happy days, um, yeah. obviously let the cinema know, signed a new deal um, in December uh, that year for extended terms and more money. So just buzzing, just happy, happy. Yeah. Um, and the season just went on really well. So that season, I think I ended up getting 10 goals in like 20 games or whatever it was that I played, because I only started playing in end of yeah. December. Yeah. And then we went on to the FA Trophy um, in that season as well, and we won that. So we played at Wembley, 
and this has all happened so from literally going from 18 to just 18 years old December not playing not even involved to all of a sudden playing at Wembley and uh, doing really well uh, from there it was all a bit crazy so obviously off season now came uh, and let, let me don't let me forget obviously the main part as well I went on loan spells yeah I went on loan spells in the in that time so from 16 to 18 I went to Whitstable with my first loan do you know what do you know what the very first time I saw you play was at Lordswood and you scored yeah we won 2-1 and you scored yeah I, th I think after the game I managed to have a word with you because at the time you were you were developing there's no doubt about it you weren't the finished yeah. article and you yeah. were a big guy imposing but you weren't putting yourself about in the box like i know you well like you do now obviously but like yeah. you could and i think i said to you john you need to impose yourself a bit more and mm. by goodness me the next time you came to us which was a spell a bit later you were yeah. you were a different person unbelievable yeah. Where yeah, else did you go? I remember out that. Fair. I remember. I remember because that was my first loan, my first loan spell. I think I went to Whitstable first, and I went on loan to Margate. Yeah, you did. So it was those two experiences of first team football where I say I kind of struggled in terms. Of I was developing yeah. men's football. Yeah. Um, but it was a great experience as well in that time, <clears> especially being sixteen and seventeen. And then I felt like the second time I was more ready. I was oh. ready. I. You was on I, fire. Uh, you was on fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just felt 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 good. Felt yeah. good to know that right. Actually, yeah, I could I could play at this level. I can I can impose myself. I can do my. I can make a difference in the game, which I didn't really feel like in my first two loan spells. To be mm. fair, to you. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So obviously, I didn't want to miss that out. The loan spells that I had in the time as well. And then what happened next from FC? From FC, yes. So then in the summer now comes. I signed for Bristol. That's the one. So Bristol, actually, I was actually on my way to actually sign for Peterborough. I said, I got told that Peterborough were interested. They put a bid in, you need to go down and speak to them. And while we were on our way, we got a call saying, actually, do you know what? Bristol City just put an offer as well. So you can speak to both teams. At the time, Peterborough in League One, Bristol were in the championship. That's right. And, um, Obviously, I heard championship and my eyes obviously just lit up. Obviously, I've been, I've got to go to uh, hear what Bristol was saying, which is probably a bit unfair on Peterborough because I knew they were interested for a while. I knew that I kept hearing their name of my agent and all that sort of stuff. So, but as soon as they came knocking, I went down there and that was it really. Um, literally happened like that in the space of a day or two, I was signing for Bristol. That was it. Brilliant. So signed for Bristol now. And obviously the jump in the level was obviously you go from conference straight to the to the championship. And uh it was all just a big well and it happened really quickly. So from going from December, having not played all up into December till now, six months later, you're in the championship. It's just crazy. Absolutely. Great. Well to me it was anyway. Yeah, I think so. Um, obviously going from living at home I was 18 at the time living at home to right we're going to get you've got a flat now you're going to live on your own you have to cook do everything yourself it was just a bit a wall but um, it was good it was an unbelievable experience obviously I had three years at 
Bristol. And it's a real eye-opener in terms of the level, the quality, the standard that you need to, to meet to, to perform. Um, and I guess I didn't really take that in until probably my, my second year. The first year, I felt I was just caught in the headlights. Like I, yeah. I made my debut again and scored. I scored in my debut. We were losing at the time, uh, 2-0. Come on, I scored and then, and I got an assist as well. So uh, it was just it happened again, quick. What sort of crowds were they getting at the time? They're up for the twenty thousand, so twenty thousand above every week. So I've gone from <laughs> oh, dear. yeah, so I've gone from like a thousand or whatever it was at Epstein, two thousand yeah. maybe max, to like times ten of that. The Absolute, noise, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's just uh, it's a great experience. Um, and then at the end, towards the end of that season, I went on loan again to Wickham and had a good loan spell. Um, I think they were in and around the top of the league, but um, I think the form dipped. But anyway, I went there. Uh, I had a good loan spell. I think I scored seven or eight and 11 or something like that. And then we got promoted. So I had a loan spell, came back to Bristol, had a pre-season with them. I didn't have a pre-season with them when I joined them. To be fair, I had a preseason at Epstein, so that was my first preseason. And again, I just felt like, yeah, I'm ready. I can do this. I can, I can play at this level. Um, started the season off well. I was in the team, um, and then got injured. So got injured for a while. Uh, and in that time, um, they brought in another striker. Football politics happened. Where I felt I should be playing and whatnot, but didn't, uh, and then chose to go on loan. Now, looking back on it, I wouldn't have done that. I would have stayed and uh, sort of fought for my place. But yeah. I went on loan to to Wickham again, too fair, mm -hmm. back out to Wickham, but got injured again straight away. Uh, and then went out on loan again, I think the following month. I think I had three loan spells that year. Yeah, in my the rest of my time, so the manager got sacked, the one that brought me in, a new manager come in. And just said, yeah, you're not really for me in a nutshell. Um, then I went on loan for the rest of the season in my final year. So that came to an end. I went to Dagenham, Dagenham and Redbridge, mm -hmm. uh, again in League One at the time. And that was a great experience um, under John Steele. Good manager. Yeah, I liked him. I liked yeah. him. He helped me a lot. Helped me just develop my game, gave me confidence. Um, yeah. So from there, I'd signed for Crawley. So I left Bristol at the end of my deal, signed for Crawley for two years. I went from the Championship down to League Two, just wanting to play more football, regular yeah. football. It didn't really, it didn't really work out like that. Um, I was in and out of the team, but we were a successful team, so we got promoted to League One. And then I ended up leaving Crawley six months into the season of League One and signed for Portsmouth for wow. six months. Yeah, signed for them till the end of the season. Left there, and it just it just came to a point where again I wanted to just play football. Um, from there, I went on to play for Alfreton. All right. So I had offers from yeah, so I had offers from league teams to stay in like League One, League Two, but a lot of them were a bit like you were going to be a squad player, you know, bringing in numbers. And yeah. that's just not where I thought. I, that's, I just didn't need that. To honestly, yeah. I needed to be playing. I wanted to be playing football again. I wanted to enjoy my football again. So yeah. Alfredton came 
um, which is nowhere near me. It's like three hours away. But I just had a good feeling from the manager who let me express myself. He obviously made it clear that I, the amount of money they're spending on me, I'm going to be playing regardless. Um, <laughs> but that wasn't the point. I just wanted to enjoy, enjoy my football. Gave me that. They gave me, I had a year there, and they gave me the opportunity to enjoy my football again, score goals, feel confident. We should have made the playoff, but we didn't for whatever reason. Uh, and that was a big achievement for Alfreton. I then moved on to Barnet with uh, Martin Allen. <laughs> that was a great experience for me being at Barnet. Um, so I've gone on from Alfreton where I enjoyed my football and it just continued at Barnet for, for four years. So I stayed there for four years and um, we got promoted that season, the first season that I joined them. So we got promoted out of the conference. Uh, I went on to score a few goals, quite a lot of goals for them as well. Uh, yeah, just really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it at Barnet. But my last season, I was out for like six months. So I had a lot of injuries in that last season. And um, uh, I, done my, I done my knee and tore my hammy. Oh, when I came, literally, this is like two games <clears> after <throat> I came back from my knee and stuff like that. So that season didn't end well. And then I ended up signing for Lincoln. Lincoln, again, nowhere near me. Uh, because I'm a, a Kent boy, as you know now, yes, know. Uh, living in Kent. So, but I just had speaking to the manager, having played against him a few times. I knew with uh, the players they have, me going there as well, we'd uh, we'd get promoted. So that was the the speak, the talk we had with the manager. I just said, look, um, I know to get promoted. That's the only sort of reason why I'm coming to be honest with you, because. I believe in it that much um, while I've moved my family and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so we got there, we won the league, again, got into League One. Yeah, it was good. It was a great experience. Um, and then manager left, new manager came in. Oh. You're not, yeah, you're not for me. Oh. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Or not that you went for me, it's just more I weren't playing week in, week out. And that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, we saw him a bit of a play every now and again, um, come off the bench sometimes, yeah. start some games. So I ended up leaving and signing for the local local Jills under, under Steve Evans. Yeah, so that's where I'm at at the moment with Ginningham. Uh, yeah, that's been an experience. <laughs> it certainly has been an experience. It's yeah, a real ro roller coaster ride. I mean, but every, all that keeps coming out, John, all the time is I want to play football. That's all yeah. I keep hearing all the time. Yeah, just want to enjoy my football. I feel like when <clears throat> most players, when they enjoy their football, they play their best stuff. Oh, absolutely. And that's yeah. what I've I've felt like it's happened in my career. Yeah. Um, and that's where that's <clears throat> never going to change. Really, always no. wanted to enjoy the. Uh, enjoy the sport I played, like I said, when I was in London and just playing with my mate because I enjoyed the game. So yeah. that's always what you're trying to achieve. So how old are you now, John? I'm 32. I thought you were. I was just going to have a stab and say you must be about 30 plus. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. What about John Akindi moving forward? I don't, I'm not trying to say that you're not happy at Gillingham, but yeah, what, what about, what's in your head for the future? You know? Um, future? Uh... So football-wise, yes. um, I'm just planning on going until I can keep going. something that I enjoy doing, you know, whether it's... Have you uh, thought about taking your badges at all? I'm currently doing my badges. 
Good so lad. I'm yeah, Good I'm lad. currently uh, finishing my UA for B. So that's something I'm doing at the moment. Something, and then I think once I know what I want to do in the future, say go on to be a manager or a coach, mm-hmm. say more manager, I'd probably then look to do the way for A and pro license. Um, I always wanted my UA for B. I have uh, a business studies degree as well. Started that when I was 22, finished that when I was about 27. So it took about five and a half years. So I was doing that alongside all this football stuff. All this uh, stuff going on, yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, that was really pleasing to obviously gain a degree, um, which was something I always wanted to do. So I had that. So I've got that. I want to do my coaching badges. And I'm also going to uh, do my financial advising, get my financial advising qualifications. So those are the three things that I'm going to focus on. Mm-hmm. So I've got my got my uh, business degree, going to do my coaching and then the financial advising as well. So once that's all done, then I can sort of look more towards coming towards the end of my career, should I say. Yeah, that's good. But I still feel like I've got a lot of years in me. I've got a few good years in me and, you know, never know what will happen. No, you don't. And how, how are you now as far as injuries are concerned? Are you injury-free? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good now. Starting the season again, unfortunately, I was injured at the start of this season. Uh, but I'm back now, which is good. So I've been back playing, trying to trying to help the team. Now, I've got a few questions for you at the end of all this. Because yep. your journey's been brilliant. And Thank you. People I keep talking to tell me that you're a bit of a joker. That you like a bit, a bit of, of a joke, yeah. yeah, a bit of a joke. And one of my yeah. mates at the football club said to me, "When you speak to John, ask him about chairs." And that's all he said. He said, "Just ask, ask about... chairs, yeah." Chairs. Yeah, chairs. Seriously, I said, "You're joking." He said, "No, ask him about chairs." I said, "What, what does he?" Mean? I don't know. I said, "I actually said to him, has he got a habit of taking chairs from every club he's played for, or something like that?" Then, and he just smiled. Uh... And, ah, now. <laughs> Right, I get this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, I remember actually. I got a lot of messages about this. It was basically, I think when we were at Barnet. Yeah. At Barnet, the manager Martin Allen. I'm not sure everyone knows about his. Yeah. Way of being. Bit of um, a character. Everyone had to carry something off the bus and onto the bus. So, um, everyone, someone might grab the ball. Someone might grab yeah. the kit. Someone yeah. might grab something. He liked to keep it. Sort yeah. of like that. The only thing left was a chair. <laughs> so, literally, I think it was on Sky Sports News. I think the game was live. Yeah. And there's me, like, with my bag and then obviously carrying a chair into the into the changing room. So, <laughs> oh, goodness me. Assuming that's what he's, uh, yeah, that's that's what he's referring to. That's right. And there's another story. The chair was for the manager as well. That was for the manager to sit on in the changing room. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, brilliant. He his own chair around. <laughs> Right, there's another story that goes around as well, and you can put this to bed as being false or whatever. Your very first signing when you went down to Bristol, and yep. your very first car that you brought, or you had a, a company car, you wrote it off within a week or something? Um, <laughs> well, well, go on then. Story, yeah. yeah, go on. I got given a company car, Yeah. and I tapped someone in the back. Oh, is that all? Tapped someone. But yeah, tapped them in the back, but uh, the car was getting fixed up, and then they gave me a courtesy car. Yeah. Now, this is my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. It was not my fault. The <laughs> wheel came off. 
by itself. The wheel came off. The, yeah, the wheel wheel came off. I was on the M4. I remember oh. the junction as well, junction, junction 13. So obviously, I'm lucky to be here, to be honest good, with you. Good God, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Literally, I was driving and I think um, I think I went into the gravel somehow. Blimey, you were lucky then. Next week, I know the wheels on the road. So. <laughs> oh, goodness me. That's, that's an experience. That's incredible. Yeah. Right. I haven't got any, any more crazy questions to ask you but that was no that was brilliant that was good I'm, I'm pleased that you put the one about the chair to bed and also yeah. about the car because so, there was also you know when you reach a certain level of let's say fame through football you know however it might, might be whatever you do gets blown up doesn't it uh yeah yeah i think one of them recently i'm not sure but yeah uh I'm used to it. It's part of the game. It's part of part of football, I guess. Oh, that's brilliant. That's really good. Oh, I re really enjoyed our chat today, John. It's been fantastic. Uh, really good. It's a pleasure. No, it was lovely. It's nice to go back over the old times. And one thing that I, I would say, and any young player listening now, they're going to take two or three things out of this. Mm. First of all, if you're not playing and you get the opportunity to go on loan, then go on loan because mm. you, you will improve your game by playing. Secondly, yeah. it's obvious that you love the game of football. Obvious. And yeah. you've been doing it now for what? The, you've been a professional now for what? Nearly 12 years? 32 now? Yeah, so like 14 years. Yeah, or so. 14 years. So, yeah. yeah. And you're now at the stage where quite possibly you're going to be giving something back, either getting into management, coaching, or, or in some way. Yeah. And I think you've gone about it the right way, getting your business studies and your degree and everything else all in place. So, yeah. I mean, quite honestly, you sit there with your business degrees, you've got your, your, your footballing background, you could probably take over a club, club and run the finances as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the aim, there, become a chairman as well. There you go. Yeah, it can happen, mate. It really yeah. can. I'll tell you what, here's a little tip for you. Um, when you've got a minute and, or an hour to spare, Go on BBC iPlayer and have a look at um, Robbie Savage. I bought a football club. It, okay, it's fantastic. You I'll will give it a watch. You I'll will love it. it. So BBC iPlayer, Robbie Savage. Just type in Robbie Savage. I bought a football club, and it'll come up. It's a brilliant watch, John. It really is. Lovely. All right, I will do. Okay, well that'll wrap it up from us here at Belmont Banter. So from me here at Belmont Banter and John Akindi, one of our former players at Whitstable Town. How nice does that sound? Yeah. <laughs> it's goodbye, goodbye from me and goodbye from John. Cheers, John. Thank you. Take care. Cheers, John. Bye-bye. If you know anyone who has a story to add to our podcast, then email questions wtfc at mail.com. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. They are providers of optical fiber services to the telecoms industry, specializing in optical fiber provision, local and long haul. We offer a full turnkey solution to our clients throughout London and the south of England. Contact us through the website for more details. Your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter, for news about local football in Kent and beyond. I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. 
Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers. <laughs>